Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day 15, the final day of this Kyushu Basho 2023. What a big day of sumo. Yeah, I think at this point we just need to uh, establish the emotional exhaustion of yes. everyone in the sumo community. We get to day 15 together. We've experienced so much. You know, some people have made it to the sumo this time around. Some people haven't. Some people have been staying up really late. Some people have been skipping work. <laughs> you know, we just put in a lot to uh, watch and appreciate this sport. And at this point, I just want to acknowledge it. Yes, we made it. We made it. We did it. <laughs> we got to the end and it never disappoints, does it? So oh, it certainly doesn't. Uh, and I think we're set up for a very, very interesting 2024 after today. Oh, I reckon. Uh, again, we're coming at you from Beppu in a little Airbnb just near the Beppu Tower. Um, this is our final night in Beppu. Mm -hmm. We're heading off tomorrow and then head back to Australia on Wednesday night. Boo. Boo. Not into it. I may go missing. Yeah, we've yeah. both uh, said that we're going to work on the Friday, which is sometimes a good idea because you just, you know, you have a little look through your emails and then you clock off. But I don't know, I'm oh, not feeling it. No, I'm not feeling it at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as they uh, wrapped up today, the weather in Fukuoka, it's been pretty consistent throughout this uh, whole fortnight. 13 degrees Celsius, 56 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. And I think it's very, very similar here in Beppu. Yeah, it's been a beautiful few days. The sun, there was one uh, very cloudy, cold day, but then the sun has been resplendent. Yeah, just perfect weather. Japan, you've turned it on for us. Thank you so much. Shall we just dive feet first and or head first into the Makuchi bouts for I today? I think so, as is our tradition. We'll talk about every bout on day 15. And so we kick it off with Kagiaki coming up from Jurio. He's been at Jurio 3 and today he finishes off his tournament against Nishiki Fuji. It was a really hard-fought bout. They ended up both flying out of the doyo, both horizontal. It was very dramatic. It was called to Nishiki Fuji. Uh, there was a monoe, yeah. and it was judged uh, more sumo, which yeah. we always like. Uh, and I completely agree with this call. Looking at the replay, uh, there was no other option for the administrative staff. They had to do it again. I think so. But at this point, I did feel pretty sorry for Kagiaki because he's been in the wars. We've commented uh, on our Jurio live stream today about Hitoshi just getting absolutely beat up. But Kagiaki was another. And at this point, he has a... Uh, forehead bandage and it was completely soaked in blood yeah. and he had to go again. And, and I do like the um, comical V style yes. bandaging that they've been doing, which has made Kagiaki look perpetually angry this whole <laughs> <bad> show. <laughs> It looked like Great big stuff. old tape eyebrows, which is a use of the tape that we had never even fathomed. No, theatrical taping is something that we've – it's a concept, but not to actually communicate emotion. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's worked so well, but it certainly wasn't the V for victory today because in the Torinoshi, Nishiki Fuji took Kagiaki around the doyo and across the bales. That was a much needed win. Well, it doesn't really matter actually at this point for Nishiki Fuji. At Maegashira 16, he ended up 6 and 9. So it was a win for his pride, perhaps. But he will be joining Kagiaki now in Jurio in January. Yes. And for Kagiaki, the V stands for very much going to take a hit in the Banzuke with that uh, <laughs> 5 and 10 finish. Oh. Uh, Maegashira 17, Kidnawaka and Maegashira 
11, Hirodumi went at it today. And Hirodumi took his score to 9 and 6, slapping down the attack of Kid Nawaka, sent into the dirt pancake style. Flat. Where every part of his body hit the dirt at the same time. <laughs> very, very, very hard to do. Very flat boy. Yeah, so Kid Nawaka, uh, Magishira 17, finished on 5 and 10. So someone else uh, who's moving down to Jurio. Hirodumi, it was really great of him to get a win on day 15 I, for the crowd. I think, and this score, 9-6, feels right now. Yeah. And 8-7 would not have done his basho justice at I all. I think so. I mean, he was really trying for that extra win. He got his kachikoshi on day 12. Okay. Crowd went crazy, but then he lost two after that. So uh, this, this night's win was really important for someone who they were barracking for so hard. Ryuden and Tsurugisho are up next. Yeah, and the leg of Tsurugisho, we commented on this yesterday that he twisted on it badly. It looked like he had re-injured it and today uh, proved that to be the case. Ryuden was able to take him over the bales fairly easily to move into yep. double digits. <laughs> Ten wins for the dude. So good to see it and completely agree. Uh, Tsurugisho not looking himself but... Even so, finishes on nine and six at Maigashira 13. Ryudin will see a nice little bump up being 10 and five. Oho and uh, Mitakumi, Maigashira 12 and nine respectively, were meeting for the first time today. Now, I swear I've got memories of this. these two fighting each other. Totally. Feels like have fought. Have fought, definitely. Uh, Oho took Mitakumi to the Tawara by getting underneath Mitakumi's attacks. And I liked the look of this. Yeah, it's important one for Oho. He was coming onto this uh, on Nana Show and Nana High. So just desperate for that win. And I think even Oho, sometimes his sumo looks lackluster. It looks like he doesn't care. But even he on 7 and 7, the position that he's in so often, yes. uh, it looked like he you know, gave a shit today. He certainly did. He took Mitakumi to the bales, but Mitakumi here put up one of those exozeki. That's right, I said it, exozeki <laughs> uh, fights. And he made it very, very hard for Oho to take him over. And in fact, Mitakumi went for the throw. He twisted yes. himself as he was stepping over the Tawara, tried to get Oho to hit the ground first. This one was given to Oho. And there was no Monoe. I thought this looked extremely close. Yeah, I was surprised a Monoe wasn't called. Not immediately because I, I didn't think to the naked eye that it looked uh, close. But the replay showed that it really, really was. And that Mitakumi's move was one of – we see so many moves up on the Tawara. But this one was um, – it was so quick. It was really, it was really different. good. It was different. It was a quick twist and slap down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I tell you what, I was surprised there was no Monoe, but I think there was someone out there who was even more mm. surprised than me, and that was Mitakumi. He didn't really give a nod. We didn't bow. End. No, no bow. And he just glared. Yeah, big old glare. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oho, congratulations. That's Kachi Koshi. Eight wins, seven losses. He'll see maybe one move up to Maigashira, 11. Mitakumi finishes eight and seven as well. Miyogiru comes up against Tomokaze. Tomokaze also coming into day 15 on 7 and 7. And I realised before this bout that we had said that Tomokaze getting to Makuchi was enough. Yes. It wasn't enough. <laughs> Today I realised I was extremely invested in this Kachikoshi. Ah. 
Mio Giri are coming into this on five and nine. So just give the old well, guy a go. This is what I thought. I thought maybe this is one that Tomokaze could win, but yeah, yeah. you can't dampen the competitive spirit. Uh, no, you of can't. Mio Giryu, unfortunately. And, uh, very similar sumo uh, as yesterday from Tomokaze, which was you could just feel the lack of strength that he was able to generate uh, using those legs. And uh, Miyogiryu stepped him over the bales. Yeah, and even he looked sad <laughs> realised that Tomokaze, oh. uh, that was his makakoshi. He, he just had kindness in yeah, his eyes, Miyogiryu. He would have hated doing this. I think so. So Tomokaze, <laughs> that's makakoshi for him at Magashira 14. Uh, he, will, he will be okay. He'll stay he around. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be. But it would have been lovely to see him. It just would have been a, a fairy tale. Continue to move yeah. up. I think I've over-dramatised that. I think I've imagined him going down to Jurio, but, you well, know, that's that's been be right. your theme tonight. It's one of the things that you <laughs> were true. saying during the Jurio live, uh, live stream. Not to be funny, but out of a genuine sense of... You, you should be down a division. Yeah, as soon as you get Makakoshi, I'm like, uh-oh, you're out. You're down. All right, moving on. Maigashira 8, Endo was up against Maigashira 16, Roga. Both of these guys' scores looking like an absolute dog's breakfast. Uh, Roga, though, used an opening caused by Endo trying the, the grip reposition, the Makakai. He was trying to get on the inside of Roga, this totally didn't work because it gave Roga the opening he needed and he swung Endo around over the bales. Yeah, a good win for Roga here. I don't think Endo is an easy opponent at any time and to claw back this one win <laughs> to take him to 5 and 10, even though at Maigashira 16 that does mean, and I think across the board everyone would agree here, <laughs> that yeah. this is a move down we, to Jurio. We, we can agree on this one. Yep. For Roga, finishing on 5-10, as I said, and Endo also just lacking form here. Anytime he got a win, it was greeted with uh, large enthusiasm by the crowd, but he didn't get enough of them and he finished on 5-10. and 10. We move on to Ichiyamamoto now. He has been given an if-win uh, special prize the Kanto Show, the Fighting Spirit. We, I think we suggested this yesterday on the yeah. podcast. I, I wasn't being realistic. Yeah. In terms of, I thought that's what should happen. Uh, but to see his name, even with a if win next to it, I stood up and I saluted. Glorious. The JSA. I think yeah. this is sensible. It's what the people want. Agree. It's what the people need. And Ichiyamamoto, he took the weight of that if win and he carried it forward. He got straight up in the grill of Kim Bozan. Who is his opponent today? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Kim really Bozan. He's that. already got his kachikoshi yeah, though, so, so it's all right. So we don't need to worry. <laughs> so Ichiyamamoto, he, he got those long, long arms of his and he took Kim Bozan up high and then he pulled like he'd never pulled before. He got him all the way down. And with that confirmed that special prize win, the Kanto Show, the Fighting Spirit Prize, and moves to uh, Ju Ichi Yamamoto. Yes, or Ichi Ichi Yamamoto. <laughs> um, I, I don't love this sumo from Ichi Yamamoto, no, but to no. see it work, I'm okay with it today. No, I agree. <laughs> what an effort. 11 and 4 from Maigashira 14. Uh, we saw the interview. It was delightful. Just 
his face. We talk a lot about sumo smiles and Ichi Yamamoto has one of the best. He mentioned that uh, this is the first time in Makuchi that he's ever got 11 wins. This is a big deal. I mean, he's coming back from some time in jury on it. Feels like that time there did exactly what it needed to do. Ichi Yamamoto, you are a ray of light in the sumo world. Kim Bolzan on Maegashira 7. Uh, You're finishes. also fine. You're good too. Good you're, job. You're a ray of sunshine in a way. Eight and seven he finishes on. Chirin Umi was up against Midori Fuji and I looked at this bit of programming for day 15 and I said, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Two in-form Rikishi going at it today. Now, out of the touchy eye though, it seemed as though Chirin Umi had thought of a win condition for this bout, which was... The pulling forward of Midori Fuji. Yeah, an odd choice, I think. I mean, maybe he was trying not to get locked up under the maybe. arm. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was trying not to go body to body with Midori Fuji, who can be uh, so lethal from that position. He was trying to stay away from Midori Fuji, perhaps. He did it three times, it's backing off times. each time. And I think probably by the third time, Chirinoumi realises that it's very, very hard to get Midori Fuji to go down like that. So they locked up in the middle. Chirinoumi here tried a little leg sweep. Mm -hmm. He locked his Mm. uh, knee around Midori Fuji's. And I liked how Midori Fuji just unlocked it. Yeah. It it seemed too easy to do. Like sometimes with the leg trip I'm like well that's definitely as soon as I see someone going for it I'm like well that's definitely going to work because how could you ever have the presence of mind in the middle of a sumo bout to get out of that but Midori Fuji just removed his leg I mean he Midori Fuji has that sumo sense in spades but by moving his leg out he did leave himself exposed here and Chirinumi took that opportunity and powered Midori Fuji out. So Chirinoumi on debut nine and six. And if you know anything about uh, Dave, you'll know that he's very happy with that big Chirinoumi fan. Yeah, I've been I've been keeping pretty quiet about it. But yeah. You've he's been on he's the bandwagon a, for a while. I have, yeah. yeah. Uh, great success for him. Midori Fuji at Maegashira five finishes on nine six. No slouch. Nope. May have a little promotion, a very good promotion coming Whoa. up in the future. We'll have to see what else happens today. A 7-7 bout, a Nana Show Nana High across the board bout next. Gonoyama and Shona Naomi. They fought six times and the record is four and two to Gonoyama. And obviously the tension was high here because there were there were two Mata. They didn't yes. really want to commit. No, no. I was wondering. Well, again, I think it's Gonoyama's uh, insistence on getting a good touchy eye and make sure he's dominating from the word go. Great point because he did get a, a good touchy eye and so maybe it was worth waiting for. He blasted Shonanomi back and Shonanomi was able to take a bit of advantage of that. He moved out of the way as Gonoyama moved forward uh, quickly, but Gonoyama turned around quickly. And I realised with the replay that the reason he turned so quickly was that Shonanomi had his hand on yes. his head and he was actually pulling him down and around. It's one of those cases where the way things fell in that move by Shonanomi really advantaged Gonoyama yeah, and exactly. gave him that opportunity to push Shonanomi over. So that was a Nanashaw Nanahai matchup. So with that win, Gonoyama 
Kachikoshi, congratulations, eight and seven. I think that's really, really important for him. I mean, he's moved all the way up to uh, Magashira 4 and managed to, in this difficult position, you know, this it's, position of being in the joy. It's huge. He's managed to, to get this Kachikoshi. At his highest rank, so... And that's many in a row. Hang on, I'm counting them now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven Kachikoshi wow. in a row. They haven't managed to stop him. They've slowed him down. Yes. His move through Jurio was uh, fine. His move up through the Magashira ranks was astronomical. And he's slowed a little bit, but he's still coming. It's very, very impressive stuff. Uh, unfortunately for Shonan Umi, uh, that is a Makakoshi for him. Uh, what... He was at uh, Magashira 6. Yeah, so that's two Makakoshi in a row yeah. for him after the amazing showing of 10 and 5 in July at Magashira 14. He moved up to his highest rank of <laughs> Magashira 5. But and I think yeah, we're, we're starting to nights. see where he should be sitting. Yeah, he's calibrating. He's calibrating. Perfect. Thank you. Yep. Uh, let's move on. Another Nana Shaw, Nana High, 7-7, seven, seven, head-to-head. Maigashira 11, Sadanumi was up against Maigashira 3, Tobi Zaru. Bless you, Torakumi Committee. Oh, this is a beautiful bout to be enjoying on the final day. This one, it was just pure determination from Sadanumi today. Tobi Zaru is younger. He's cooler. You Some could say. argue. Mm -hmm. I was going to say more popular, but I mean, definitely down at the Kyushu Basho, Sadanumi has a lot of supporters. Yeah. Uh, Tobi Zaru, though, today came out doing some Ura style sumo. So he was low, ducking the head with the arms out. And I thought, huh, interesting strategy against Sadanumi. He was really trying to slap down with the arms, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. But here, uh, Sadanumi swung Tobi Zaru around by the arm. And despite Tobizaru keeping in close and low, suddenly he just looked like nothing was going to stop him today. Yeah, he was a man on a mission and he was able to take Tobizaru across the Tawara. And when he did, and this led to his Kachikoshi, he sort of just stopped and stared out into the crowd a bit. And I, I really hoped, like he works so hard all the time. He's always... He's just in the middle, just doing the business. And I hope that he was able to take the time to appreciate the huge applause from the crowd who were very favourable towards him, who wanted him to win. He was able to give them what they wanted. And I hope he had the time to, to appreciate that. Yeah, I, I hope so too. And now, you know, on 8-7, he's, he's matched his record from September where he was at Magashira 12 uh, and now he'll probably move from Maigashira 11 up one spot. The trend is going in the right direction yeah. for Sadano Umi. Yep. Good job to him, Takiyasu. Well, we should just say Tobizaru, unfortunately, oh. Makakoshi. Oh. oh, oh no. Sorry, Tobizaru. Oh, just skipped right past him, Maigashira 3. We saw a great... Uh, Right. It was a wry smile from Tobi. Well, wasn't he, it? he goes open mouth, doesn't he? Yeah. He's always breathing so hard at the end of his bout. Yeah. So a rare, a, a wry um, open mouth breathing yeah. <laughs> session from Tobi Zari. We know and love uh, how he responds at the end of the bouts. Not everyone does it. We see so much emotion from him. Yes. And, you know, he accepted his, his Makukoshi at Magashira 3, but he won't go very far. He's still around. Takiyasu up against Tamawashi. These two have an 18-18 record. Long rich, rich history. history. Uh, lots of, uh, yeah, 
lots of stuff between these two and they took their time getting ready for their bout today. But when they came out, these two older guys, I mean, Takahashi is not that old, but, you know, they're towards the older side of of things. But they just are so energetic. (laughs) Yeah. Start slapping each other's faces. They clash hard. Takiyasu then took the opportunity to totally back off. He was dancing backwards around the ring. Uh, Tamawashi was coming after him. Yes. But he he managed to stay out of the way. Well, I thought Takiyasu looked so light on his feet today uh, and makes me think that maybe this injury that's been slowing him down of recent days yeah. might be on the decline. Yeah. And we're starting to see some of that old-style Takiyasu at Maikashira 3, he's 10 and 5. Yeah. So he won that one. Uh, Tamawashi, it was kind of weird. He he came at Takayasu but wasn't able to adjust um, his run and he and he sort of moved out. Mm. It, it wasn't the most easily explained uh, victory <laughs> to Takayasu, but it doesn't matter. He finishes on double digits at Maikashira 3, which pretty much – yeah. cements his return to Sanyaku. It looks like that's going to be the case. We'll, we, we'll talk about it as we go on. But, yeah, it looks like we might see Takiyasu return. Tamawashi finishes on 9-6 and six at Maegashira 12. The next bout that we had was Maegashira 15, Tohakuryu up against Maegashira 2, Meisei. And Tohakuryu, he leaves us uh, in Makuchi in the way that he got there. Yeah. Which was retreating backwards and pulling the opening attack from Maysay. And I thought this was a bit of a disappointing way for him to end. I, I say that we saw a lot of that sumo from him in Jurio, but in fact, it was him abandoning that pull uh, that got him into the top division. Mm. So to see him, well, obviously, this was over very quickly because Maysay made very, very short work of Tohakuryu, no one pulls Meisei. No. If Meisei had have been beaten here, he would have had to do some very hard thinking about yeah. how his sumo was going. There was no way, in perfect hindsight, <laughs> that Meisei was going to be beaten. He looked really strong. Having said that, he finishes only on 4 and 11. So up in the joy, up in the Magashira 2 position, he, he struggled. Well, uh, it feels like it should be 6-9. Yeah. He yeah. was he was very Always good. Always with Maysay. And he was a bit unlucky. Yeah. Big feels like guy. Yeah, so true. Uh Shodai and Takarafuji were up next. Yes. And they uh it was another disappointing bout from Shodai. He couldn't make anything happen when he was taken to the bales by Takarafuji and he lost again. Or did he? Because I didn't see this monoe happen. Uh, I thought it was just a straight-out loss to Short Eye. But it turns out that as his heel went over, as Takara Fuji went down, I should say, Short Eye's heel went over at the same time. Well, this was a, a, an incredible feat of riding the Tawara from Short Eye. It l- looked like he should have been stepping out when, in fact, the replay showed that he hung up yes. on the Tawara just long yes. enough for <laughs> Takara Fuji. yes. To go down, I, I called this Monoe straight away. Yeah, you were straight I on I was it. like, get up, boys. We need to talk about I this I was one. off going to yeah, do something else, I was tidy something up. Because this was given to Tamawashi, I believe. To Takara Fuji. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would have been a, a weird call from yeah. the uh, Shimpan. He's like, yeah, yeah, I get another yeah, one. Great. I didn't even have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, given to Takara Fuji. So, yes, there was a Monoe. And yes, I haven't seen a replay that shows on the same frame so clearly. Yeah. 
them yeah, they hitting could the have dirt done some outside. kind of TikTok remix to it to yeah. a beat because they hit it exactly yeah. the same time. Uh, and then they fronted up again and there was huge applause across the stadium as Short Eye somehow, the second time around, was able to haul Takarafuji and deposit him across the Tawara. Not, not without putting himself in a uh, disadvantageous position early in this <laughs> Always. bout. But Always. That's where he does his best work. It's the Short Eye way. Yes. Get yourself in trouble. Be there's creative kind of, on the way out. There's some kind of cult-like... Uh, way of living. Yeah. Uh, to well, that. it's the it's the seek forgiveness rather than permission. Mm, always type put of yourself mindset. into a in a bad situation. Bad situation, <laughs> and something good will come of it. Mm. The short eye cult. I'm There's very interested in, in this religion. I don't mind it. All right, a very very big bout up next. We had Maigashira seven Hokuseho and Maigashira one Ura both coming in to this bout on seven and seven. Now, for Hokuseho at Maegashira 7, this probably isn't as important as Ura, who at Maegashira 1 is knocking on the door of Sanyaku. Mm. We know already before today that there are two uh, Komasubi places open. A win here would basically cement uh, a move to Komasubi for the first time for Ura. But as they stood facing each other on the uh, doyo, I thought... What's he going to try here? Yeah, I think he commented from memory that he would definitely have a plan. And I agreed with that. F- to come up, for someone like Ura, to come up against someone like Hokuseho, there's no way that he wouldn't at least have an idea about how he would like yes. the bout to play out. I think you have to have some thing that you're going to try and that's why the start of this bout was a little bit confusing to me because he went straight on the back of the belt of Hokuseho which I mean he was successful but in that position and how many times have we seen this Hokuseho locks the arms up locks the elbows down yep yep so basically here Ura can do nothing he can't uh, manufacture anything with that belt grip that that advantage has been turned into a disadvantage it could let Hokuseho pick up Ura yep, yep. or put pressure on the elbows, which would cause Ura to let go. So there was a bit of a – they stayed locked for some amount of seconds. I mean, it could have been anywhere between 10 and 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ura exploded. I was begging him to pull his arms out at this point. And he he did. He just yanked them out and went for it. Watching this on the replay, he goes from perfect rest – to motion in a split second. It's so ura. And exactly, and only with that speed was he a- was he able to uh, disengage the arms from Hokuseho. So that alone was impressive. But it, then he transitioned into a Katasukashi style under shoulder swing around. Here, Hokuseho was caught by surprise. He was off balance, uh, and he was suddenly near the Tawara. Ura. And again, I wonder if this wasn't all part of the plan Mm. because the way this played out was just extraordinary. He squats down, loads the springs and launches himself under and up at Hokuseho, basically launching Hokuseho towards the Tawara. Hokuseho, to his credit though, 
kept the foot in and kept himself balanced. Yeah. So Ura had to step in. He did. Hokuseho kind of was overbalancing over but trying to get himself back. He had the leg up. He had the knee uh, off the ground and Ura was able to just give him that one final push. And unfortunately it had to be on the knee, which kind of for the big man, Hokuseho toppled him over. So he did a very um, – well, he, he hit the side of the doyo. Yeah, with his butt. Yeah, which always looks painful. He fell Bit very embarrassing. awkwardly. Yeah. And awkward, that's right. So with that very, very impressive win, Ura 8 and 7, that's his Kachikoshi, probably will move to Komasubi. This lit the crowd up. Yeah. It lit me up. It's about, well, I was going to say, it's bouts like this that make me yeah. understand what people see in Ura. I just don't think we see it all the time and that's fine but when something like this comes up it's such a joy to believe in him it's such a joy to be a fan it's such a joy to have contributed to his success with your support oh so okay all right i've gone hard there yeah, you've gone very very hard uh Uru was also pleased with himself yeah <laughs> he looked very very happy uh, as he stepped back to take the fat stack of envelopes uh, Hokuseho with that loss at Magashira 7, Makakoshi, unfortunately, yep. Yep. Uh, 7 and 8. Great work from Ura. Nishikigi came up next against Hokuto Fuji. This was a thrusting battle that Hokuto Fuji lost. He uh, was splattered down by Nishikigi, who also fell down at the same time himself, which led to a, a great picture of both of them yeah. uh, standing up with their hands on the ground. Uh, Hokuto Fuji finishing on 5 and 10 with that loss at Komasubi. So another, I think you can say, resounding Disaster. It's not a disaster. Well, it's not a disaster. I think I think the sumo community were, were overjoyed to see Hokuto Fuji move back to Komasubi mm. last time. But, uh, yep, making some space up there for a new hopeful. Yeah, for sure. But Nishikigi uh, finishing on seven and eight at Magashira 4. So just a little slip for him. He's managed That's to pretty stem good. the tide. That is pretty good. <laughs> All right, we move into our Sanyaku bouts. Uh, Komasubi Abi was up against Asanayama. Abi did Abi things, which was attack <laughs> high and hard against Asanayama. And you could see Asanayama had to put his head back because the thrusts were belting him mm. around the face. But while the head was flicked back downstairs, he looked very, very stable. And really all Asanayama needed to do today was just to wait Abi out. Uh, in his uh, desperation to move Asanyama back, Abi overcommitted on an attack and just fell down. I think that's a perfect description of it. I couldn't see anything else that was happening. Asanyama just stayed steady, stayed stable, kept his feet apart, and Abi was flailing so hard at him that the, the feet just slipped around. His body was on all kinds of angles, and that means that uh, he finished on six and nine at Komasubi, so he's the second yeah. Komasubi, the other Komasubi to uh, lose his position. It wasn't a successful rank this time around. Asanyama, with that win, finishes on four wins, four losses and seven days off. Onosho up against Wakamoto Haru next. And Onosho, I have to say, coming into this on 3 and 11, he seemed a bit over it. He, it seemed like he phoned it in today. Yeah, he did the slowest touchy eye ever. He just basically kind of stood up and let Wakamoto Haru take him back and over the bales. I don't think 
I'm not really accusing him of this. I'm just saying that on day 15, uh, when you're at that score and you come up against Wakamoto Haru, maybe you just let things happen. And so for Wakamoto Haru to pick up that extra victory, that's six and nine yeah, for him, is it, that coming into play here? It, it, it's a more respectable score. Yeah. Six and nine isn't the disaster it was looking like it was going to be a few days ago. We're wondering whether he's going to fall right out of Sanyaku here from Sekiwake or whether he'll move down to Komasubi. Uh, with a six and nine score, it would usually be the fact that you fall right out. I think Tim yeah, Sumo said the stat that the last time that it uh, that it had resulted in someone just falling to Komasubi was a long time ago. 1952. 1952. Uh, yeah, but I mean, there's so many complex pieces of the puzzle at work. It's kind of hard mm. to say. But uh, we do know for sure that Wakamoto Haru finishes on 6 and 9 and will exit that Sekiwake position on Oshore 3 and 12. What a d- disaster from Maegashira 5. Yep. Kodnawaka versus Atami Fuji. This was the bout that everyone was looking forward to. This was the bout that mattered for the Yusho race. Atami Fuji meeting Kodnawaka for the first time, needed to beat Kodnawaka to keep himself in the Yusho race and then sit down and hope for a Kirishima loss to cause a playoff. But he needed to get over this first hurdle before that. And his opponent today is no slouch. Sekiwake coming in on 10 and 4. Kodnawaka, you could just feel the sense of occasion here. Yeah, it was a huge build-up. Of course, we watched both of them uh, prepare, come down the Hanamichi, uh, sit down, uh, get ready. Atami Fuji had to sit next to Kirishima for the um, rituals that they do before the final bouts, before the Sanyaku bouts on day 15. Uh, you had to pop up with him and do them. Like There was a lot of preparation before this bout. And then he had to back it up straight away and do the bout. He had some support. So there was a, a lovely shot of down the Hanamichi, the Isagahama boys had turned up. So Satoru Fuji, the Makushita Yusho winner, who's his Tsukabito and Midori Fuji were there uh, supporting him. But it was a lot of pressure on the young man. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll talk you through the bout and then we can talk about what pressure is. Atami Fuji went low out of the touchy eye. Mm. You could see him, he was desperate to keep Kodnawaka's hands under control because Kodnawaka was out there looking for a belt grip. Atami Fuji knew that he had to deny that. But here, Atami Fuji had his head down. He was very, very low. So when he pushed forward and surged forward again, Kodnawaka was, he was ready. And he could just step aside and take Atami Fuji down. Yeah. It was a fairly easy win, I guess, in the end for Kodnawaka. When Atami Fuji uh, left down the Hanamichi, he mimed, before he watched his own replay, he mimed Kodnawaka's uh, arm coming forward, the elbow coming forward, and then Kodnawaka going underneath that and I wondered whether Kodnawaka had done something entirely different from what he expected in that you mentioned that he was expecting him to try to get on the belt, but he actually just came out hard with the elbow. And because he was so low, he was left in a really difficult position. Well, I I think this was purely a mistake from Atami Fuji. Mm. Uh, 
whether or not it's a question of was he expecting Kodnawaka to go for the hip and shoulder or go for the belt, Atami Fuji was just too low. Yeah. And I think he'll watch that replay and go, that's something that uh, he can fix about his sumo. Uh, and really, it's a, it, it was another case of Kodnawaka's head just being screwed on a bit tighter today. Yeah. And Atami Fuji maybe... The sense of occasion on your day 14s and day 15s maybe showing or introducing some weaknesses into his sumo. This is no criticism. Uh, at his age, this is completely expected. But, you know, every time he goes out there and does it, hopefully he learns something. Totally. The special prizes at this point, Kodnawaka, his fighting spirit prize was conditional. So uh, he was if win, he did win. So fighting spirit prize confirmed at 11 and 4 for Kodnawaka. Atami Fuji already had the fighting spirit prize. His wasn't conditional. But what was conditional for him was the outstanding performance prize. Yeah, I, it I, was if you show. If you show. Harsh. I don't know. That, that just felt like <laughs> unnecessarily mean. Just don't give it to him. If you get the you show. You're not sitting there thinking, oh, I got the outstanding performance. Yeah. What tells you you had an outstanding performance is the giant macaron <laughs> in the back of the car when you drive home. Exactly. So, yeah, he didn't get that. But the, both of these guys uh, stand next to each other now for the Fighting Spirit Prize. Uh, and what that means is that Kirishima is confirmed as oh, the yeah. show winner. Oh, yeah. I didn't take that extra step no. at this point. So what that means <laughs> with two bouts to go, Atami Fuji needed that win to keep this alive. Uh, so the cameras were trained on Kirishima after this Atami Fuji loss. Kirishima confirms his second Yusho win, but we'll keep going with these final two. Uh, the second last one was Daisho and Hoshoryu. Yep. Hoshoryu just really wanted to win this one. Intent on getting close. It was really important to get out of the range of Daisho's Tsupari attack, and he did. He locked himself to Daisho's body, used all the momentum off the Tachiai to take Daisho back and over. Yes. Quick win. Very, very quick win uh, and shows why Hoshoryu is so, so good and just that level above Daisho at this point. So Hoshoryu at Ozeki finishes on 10 and 5. I think that's the right score for him. Daisho nine and six. So the question remaining is, can Kirishima in the final bout of the day get the win that would just be nice? It would just, well, you know. But I started to wonder about his motivation. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got the you show. Yeah. Go out there and do something funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have a like walk backwards, like moonwalk. From from the white line out across the doyo. I guess that's not not very sumo. Doesn't sound dog. very sumo. <laughs> I was about to say. It's not that sumo, but you know, we'd all love to see it. All right. So it was uh yes, the Ozeki matchup, Kirishima and Takakesho. Kirishima yeah, shows why he's hoisting that uh, big silver cup. He met the Takakesho charge, he let Takakesho bounce back. And then just stepped aside uh, as Takakesho came back in and slapped Takakesho to the dirt. It looked like this was planned from Kirishima. He just knew that Takakesho would come in for that second shove. So he goes once. If it doesn't succeed, he goes again. And he's just like, I'm not there for that. Smart sumo, wasn't it? Yeah. 
I've just evaporated. I've got my win. I've got my U show. It's 13 2, so one better than his previous yeah, U show. That was 12 and 3. And at this point, you know, he started to look a little bit um, emotional. He took the winnings and he pressed his forehead to it and he just took a moment to say this is a lot of money, yay, Yeah, <laughs> I've won it all. And a second you show for someone who is so, it feels to me like so new to the Sanyaku ranks. Mm. I mean, the setup now for 2024. Yeah, I'm kidding, of course. I don't think it's about the money. I think it's no. about moving towards, uh, you know, his future and what can he do from here. He's obviously, um, yeah. Wanting to go bigger and better. Well, if he stays healthy and keeps those injuries at bay, I mean, what's going to stop him in 2024 from taking that next step? Yep. Uh, I don't know. That's not my job to answer. But <laughs> Kirishima, second you show, as you said, finished on 13-2. Now, the two legends who managed to beat <laughs> Kirishima this time around were Gonoyama and Takiyasu. Yeah, they'd be patting themselves nice. on the back. Nice stuff, boys. Takakesho finishes on nine and six. Yep. So second year show for Kirishima. His first was uh, March this year. Yeah. Sumo time works differently, oh, right? It does. <laughs> uh, from Sekiwake. And the Basho after that was the one that confirmed his Ozeki status. He finished that one 12-3, uh, but this one 13-2. He has topped it. Uh, and I just couldn't help wondering who is going to ride in the parade with him. We, obviously, once you're listening to this, you'll know. But uh, we don't know yet. Last time it was Wakamoto Haru because there's no Sikitori in his stable, Michinoku. Um, so who's it going to be in the car with him? Is he going to take his buddy Wakamoto Haru again? I think it'll be Wakamoto Haru again. Although I'm imagining tonight Wakamoto Haru couldn't be... Bothered getting in the car and well, maybe he needs that pick me up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> would you want it? Or would you want to go and drown oh, your sorrows? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> A fantastic uh, basho. I don't think that the um, the I don't think it was an anticlimax in the end. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, Tommy Fuji is one of those ricochet that people like to rally around, and you know. Everyone likes to see a playoff or an exciting end to a day. But the fact is, Basho goes for 15 days and just Kirishima had more white dots than everyone else. Yep. Really solid one. Yeah. It was solid, wasn't it? It yep. was solid without being flashy. Yep. Yeah. Look, at this point, we're going to move on to some Jurio stuff and uh, some speculation about where people move. But if you'd like to leave us now, you absolutely can if you're just uh, Makuchi people. But I think we are going to – we've got one more packet of cards that we might open at the end. Oh, so yeah. if, you, if you're interested in, you know, going on the <laughs> roller coaster ride of our uh, card opening, we have a final pack and I've got a good feeling about it. Yeah. I've got we're a real get, lucky feeling. I think we're going to get something that means means we can buy a, a massive house in Japan and <laughs> retire right now. What do you reckon? <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> it's our dream. So if you uh, have enjoyed the coverage of uh, Sumo Manichi this time around and you'd like to give a donation to the Sumo Manichi Sake Fund, you can do so through PayPal. Uh, it's sumomanichi at gmail.com. But also I would like to give you the option of not doing that. Oh, please don't do yeah, that. Yeah, if you don't want to. Don't do it. Or you can't afford it, don't do it. Or if you have, um, please don't do it again because yeah. <laughs> like, you, the supporters who have already supported – like. Thank you. 
Massive thank you. And we have enjoyed uh, much sake this trip around. Um, yeah, me a little bit too much in those <laughs> yeah, first few days. I was, there. I was shattered. <laughs> maybe we should get, like, you know how the um, Koenkai for Rikishi have, the supporters groups have the jackets. Oh. We need a Sumo Manichi supporter jacket. Oh, that'd be cool. Hmm. I wonder how you get those made up. What colour do you think our jacket would be? Black. Oh, black. With lightning bolts on the back. Yeah, because we're from Melbourne. And uh, a dragon... With a skeleton riding it, I want yep. it to be a real rock and roll one. Yeah, like it, like just <laughs> tattoos all over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yep. 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 All right, and maybe some women with. Oh yeah, I see what you're doing <laughs> uh, I'm going to open a beer, so because it's day fifteen, so just. Well, bear why with don't me there. um, I'll, I'll take us through what happened in Jurio. Yeah, Jurio. If you'd yep. like a blow by blow of what happened in Jurio, you can check out our YouTube channel. Sumo Mainichi, where we uh, did a live stream today uh, and commentated all of the Jirio bouts. But Onosato and Kotashoho were the two Rikishi who uh, were coming into the final day even. Both of those Rikishi won their bouts today, so went into a playoff. But Kotashoho, yep. damn, he looked good. He was so strong. He was so confident. He looked like a different Rikishi. He struggled so yeah. much in Maguchi. We've seen him uh, injured, to be fair, but also just doing badly. I mean, Onosato is so hot right now. Yep. And Kotashoho just took this in his stride. Yep. Uh, it was very, very impressive uh, to see. Yep, that's his third Jurio you show. Uh, hasn't achieved any above that, but Kotashoho, uh, I mean, maybe that says something that he yeah, keeps. I was about to say that. <laughs> that his, his spot is very much uh, perhaps low to mid uh, Magashira and then moving back to Jurio and then doing really well. He's like too he's good just, for Jurio. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely a Makuchi Rikishi, but um, yeah, we'll see what he does from here because mm. this com- if this confidence can play forward. Oh, yeah. Onosato, it's definitely not a disaster for him. Um, he comes out on top, basically, at Jurio 5. It looks like uh, he will he will make it up to Makuchi next time. I think – so there's – the Rikishi going down uh, from Makuchi, it's uh, Kidnawaka, Magashira 17, 5 and 10, definitely. Roga – 16, 5 and 10. Nishiki Fuji, we've mentioned Magashira, 16, 6 and 9. Tohakuri, 15, 5 and I haven't updated that score. He lost today, didn't he? 10. And Kotoeko, uh, who went out injured. Oh. Disaster. I I just thought about Kotoeko then and got sad. I'm not sure if he will fall out actually, thinking about the No, again. I don't. I don't oh, gee, it's going to be close. Yeah. 213 effectively. There's a lot of close yeah. ones here. So Aoyama won today in Jurio. He was 7-7. Seven, seven. It was a really important bout for him. He came up against Takahashi from Nishonoseki Bayer, who has uh, already got his uh, Kachikoshi from memory and been going really well, uh, but managed to, in the most Aoyama way ever, yeah. beat him, held him up, pulled him yeah. down. <laughs> it, was, it was vintage Aoyama. <laughs> it was beautiful to see. So at Jurio 1, Aoyama will be going back. Kotoshoho. The Yusho winner at Jurio 1, 12 and 3 will be going back. Bushozan, if you're a Bushozan fan, celebrate right now. Get on board the Bushozan train well, because I, he's back again. I hope we see a different Bushozan yeah. next time around in uh, Makuchi. I think 
We looked at it last time. He's appeared twice so far and both of them have been disastrous. Mm. Yep. But 2024, it's a new year of sumo. He went 10 and 5. He just seems to exist in that limbo between Juria and Makuchi. Yes, exactly. Shimazumi, I'm a new fan of this guy. Yeah, you've, really, you've really taken to him this time around. I don't know why. Just like his sumo, he's always going for it. How do you think he's going to go up in Makuchi? Has he got what it takes? Yeah, we were discussing this today. I, I don't know whether he's going to uh, end up faring like some of the other smaller, chunkier guys like Bushozan, like Onosho perhaps. He just seems to have something different. He doesn't always play out his bouts the way you would expect from a smaller guy. He's very yeah. fast. Actually, how tall is he? He is 174 centimetres. So oh, yeah. what are I'm you? taller than him, yeah. but I wouldn't – I mean – he doesn't come across as short. He's taller than me. He should be. Everyone 27 should be. years old, though. He's got the right amount of experience in the head. Has had a couple of years, well, a year and a half in Jurio, mostly getting Kachikoshis, mostly 8.7s, but mm. a few disastrous ones in there, a 5.10 I could see at Jurio 3. But you feel this time at Jurio 2, he's said, I'm ready. I'm yep. knocking on the door, let yep. me in. I'm coming to Makuchi. And he is. And Ono Sato might be the final one at Juro 5, uh, the 12 and 3. It depends if there's a spot for him. I look at that score and I think if there was any way that he could have one more Basho in Juro, mm. I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just Who beat him. Let's have a quick yeah, look. Yeah, he lost to some people he should have beaten. So he lost to Tamashoho. Okay. On day five, yep. Tamashoho, I'm becoming a big fan of as well. Uh, he finished on nine and six at Jurio 7. Yeah, so he had a good one. Yeah, really good one. He lost Uata Dashinage to Kotashoho. So he was beaten twice in the end mm. uh, by Kotashoho in yeah. the playoff and on day eight. Um, and Oshidashi with Shimazumi. That was a loss that he shouldn't necessarily – I mean, Shimizumi fan, self-confessed, but he shouldn't necessarily – I'm sorry. I got a little bit distracted because we've got the TV on because yeah. we were watching the um, the ceremony and they've gone onto a TV show now where groups of university students are kind of modding robot vacuum cleaners to turn them into <laughs> rockets to see how far they can make them fly. And just while you were talking then, they this slow motion of this – like Roomba launch with just fire coming out of the back of it. I don't know. I, I don't think they saw it come back to earth. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, no, you were talking about no, sumo. There's nothing that I could be saying at this moment that would be more important than watching that. Just oh, before dear. I got this, Distracted by it. They had a, a thing on an island with a whole oh, lot of cows, cows and there was a real close-up of a cow muzzle and I was just like, oh, cow muzzle. Yeah, we <laughs> it's should. It's so close. <laughs> We've shown a lot of restraint <laughs> and focus here because you know what Japanese TV is like. Like you, you go, what's going on there? Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're about done. <laughs> I think so. Uh, let's open these cards. Oh, yeah, All the right. cards. I'll put the mic down for a sec. Yep. Crack this baby open. Uh, I will fill. I would love to fill with something funny um, on the television, but it's actually gone to a bit of disaster relief. So we'll we'll focus on the cards here. What are you? Okay, got? Oh, you did the, that so the, quickly. The first I did. Good I job. did a good job of it. I'm getting better. It's my third day. <laughs> uh, okay, we're opening with a very very strong card here. This is the Tokiwayama Bear. Yep. Card. Yep. 
Nice. So we have Tucker Keisho. Yep. We have, oh, this is very hard to read in this light. I might need just to shine my toilet because well, we Well, what I'm going to do is talk about the light situation in this Airbnb. If you were on an Airbnb and you're out there, put lamps in the Airbnb because full uh, fluorescent and uh, electric lights are no good. Uh, yeah, so okay, it means we turn on. them wow. off so and then we can't read the sumo cards. Okay, so is that – that's Tucker K Show. We have Tucker Norshaw and we have Tucker Kento. Oh, interesting choice. Interesting. Are yeah, they all interesting on there? Choice. Yeah, have a look at that. Oh. Oh, the staging is so interesting here. Uh, and then the photo of the Oyakata in the top corner. 50% like the opacity. 50% yeah. opacity. That's how they do it. Um, they've gone – Takakesho lower left, uh, Takanosho middle, yeah. Takakento top right. <laughs> like I it mean, makes Takakento look like he's the most important. Well, in many ways he, he is, but uh, Takakento leaving Jurio today after a pretty uh, middling performance in Jurio this time around. <clears throat> Moving on to the next card. This is part of the Vintage Bout series. I'm, I made that up. It looks like it. <laughs> uh, we've got Gonoyama. Taking on Tochi Musashi. Did you say vintage? Oh, like when they're young. Yeah. Oh, it's a young, See, young, young boy Gonoyama. Yep. So Gonoyama has very, very short hair. Tochi Musashi. Wow. Yeah. That's a cool card. That's a pretty good card, isn't it? That's a deep cut. It is a deep cut. This is one of those ones that, you know, you couldn't go out and make money off. But if you found the right buyer, yeah, yeah you could be taking that straight to the bank. And on the back they've got – so on the front it's there um, about when they were young, younger, and then on on the front. And then on the back it's them now with a match-up yeah. and all of their stats. That's cool. Uh, obviously the, the people who produced the cards were thinking that Tochi Masashi yeah. might go on to greater <laughs> things. But, Hasn't. yeah, again, you find the right buyer and that's, uh, you know, you're paying off your mortgage. Uh, we've got a straight-up Rikishi card here or not sure. Oh. So he's got his black Keshamawashi on. Didn't quite hit us at the right time. but uh, Some stats on the back here. No surprise, 58% of his Kimarate are Oshi Dashi. Mm-hmm. And then the other 42% of him falling over after yep. the touchy <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on. We've got another card here. This one is a treat. I think we've got a special pack here because we've got a Tamanoi Bear card. Oh, we've got all the stable cards. So we have... Azamaryu oh. and Tohakuryu. Oh. <laughs> and I'll show you the, who, the Oyakata there. Does he not look like he wasn't told that he was having a photo taken? Yeah, a bit surprised. A bit surprised. Yeah. But well, I tell you what, you drop the opacity to 50% and put him behind. And look how happy Tohakuryu is to be oh. on this card. Well, this is when, when he was announced his promotion to Juria, there was a beautiful photo that I posted on our Instagram of him um, happy. You don't <laughs> often see Tohakuri happy. No. And it made me uh, made my, my cold heart war- warm a little bit towards him. Uh, but he's out again, so that's gone. Uh, Azamari also is out of Jurio. Uh, we didn't mention him, but he was uh, Kujo on like day two yeah. or something. Obviously yep. extremely injured. His opponents didn't even want to touch him. They were no. just like, you know, touching the fingertip to his arm and he'd go back across. So, um not a whole lot of success in that statement. All right, there. second last card. This is a straight up Ura. Oh. Now you'll notice I've got the white gloves on for touching this one oh. because this one 
Yeah, I need to make some calls. Very nice. Where would you like to live in Japan? Oh, right in the middle of Tokyo, please. <laughs> I reckon this card's going to get us there. Great. That's a beautiful Ura card. Uh, great shot on the back. Yeah, of that's Of him nice. getting prepared for a bout. Actually, actually, Hiroshima. Oh, that's, okay. That's a great city. Yeah, you really Loved liked there. Hiroshima. Yep. Yeah, but right in the middle. Please. Right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to buy a house in Japan in the suburbs. No. No. Not that way. Not given this last card. This Ooh. is another Haya card. <laughs> okay. We've got, well, hang on, what's this? Katao Nami. Katao Nami Baya. Now, you may not be so familiar with this Haya, but what if I told you that Tamawashi is there? Yep. I love it. And Takanosho is there. Not Takanosho. Tamashoho. Tamashoho. Beautiful. Katao Nami Baya, that's in the Nishonoseki uh, Ichimon. Two greats. And what do you think of the Oya Carter there at 50% opacity? Yeah, he looks happy actually. Yeah, he looks like someone told him about the photo at least. Yeah, and he should with uh, Tamawashi and Tamashoho. Yeah. Nice work. What a great card. That's so my favourite. Th That's my favourite straight up. Three Haya cards in the one pack. Nice. What's your favourite? Uh, well, look, I mean the Ura one's going to pay the yeah. bills for a while. So <laughs> just white gloves only on that one, I think. Yep. I won't touch it. I won't look at it. Well, that's it for the cards. That's it for the Kyushu Basho. That's it for Sumo in 2023. Uh, thank you so much for joining us over the last 15 days. Uh, we will be back with a pre-Christmas episode, a bit of a 2023 wrap-up. Uh, that'll be our Talk and Sumo uh, episode before the uh, January Basho next year. Yep. Have a safe and happy holiday season. Yep. And we'll see you then. Thank you, everyone, so much. We had a great time and we hope you did too. Bye. Bye.